Last weekend, Amy said she could hear me feel the conversation. I'm thinking maybe that's true. That's my computer speakers weren't. I'm not at my house. I'm at the apartment. Oh, all right. Um, let me see. I kind of want to bring up kind of stats to the last video. We're at 72 views, I think. Yeah, that's what I saw earlier today. 72 views. I did post it on my Twitter as a little bit more outreach, even though it's as popular as it used to be. I don't know if that did anything, but 72 is gone up from what the 40 or 50 we had before um i don't think much news happened today i do want to say if anybody does watching i have it in the in the in the stream the discord link so people can come in here um and talk and chat uh also up there is facebook and youtube coming soon on facebook YouTube. facebook and twitter is coming soon and then when we get our individual ones i'll put it up there also uh other than that I guess we can just somebody can start. Um, I rather get the chili bowl out of the way since that was the major big thing. Nothing major. Okay, really. are are you gonna start with the music or? No, I already done. It's already done. It's already good oh, to go. Okay. I've, I've like I said, this is already recording, ready to go. Okay. Um, but I just said that's what I wanted to get going. Um, main topic I would rather do is get Chili Bowl and then go from there. Not much happened this week, but there was some notables, I would say. Right. Definitely. Um, I didn't watch the Chili Bowl. I, I didn't did either. Find it, I did find it kind of neat that uh, for the first time a female made it to the, the final. Yeah. Kaylee. Man. Kaylee something. Yeah. Right. Um, I thought that was kind of neat. I think I have it wrote down in my notes. Uh, let's see. It was uh, Tanner. Yeah, Tanner Thorsten won. Um, he's his background is like uh, he is dirt background. He he did World of Outlaws. He last drove in the trucks, um, in 2018 for Young's Motorsport in the Chevy number 12 and 20. Um, uh. The results, I'm not going to go all the way down, but I'm just notables, whereas Christopher Bell was second, Kyle Larson was sixth, Ricky Stouthouse was ninth, which she actually came in out of nowhere, from what I understand. Chase Elliott, Alex Bowman, Ryan Manuman, and Chase Briscoe did not make the final race. Chase Elliott had a flip, actually, apparently. I was going to say, I think Chase had quite a little accident, didn't he? Yeah, he had, he, he's, yeah. He had a flip, but he's good, apparently. Big deal. Yep. Okay. Well, I'm... As with Frank, I I didn't watch it either. I've just been kind of paying attention to the headlines yeah, that same. have come out, and um, you know Tanner Thorson, that was a new name to me. I yeah, had to actually yeah. look it up. Yeah. Uh, but that seems to be a lot of the headlines this week are people that I had to actually look up. Um, I thought it was cool. It's not a it's not a cup guy. It's not a known guy. So that could be that could catapult him back in the trucks or maybe Arca. Right. So I, I think that's yeah. you know that's good for him you know like Kaylee I forgot her last name but you know that puts Deegan. her on the spot. Kaylee Deegan, yeah. No, it wasn't Deegan. Wasn't it? No, Haley Deegan is a Xfinity driver. Ah, uh, Kaylee, okay. it's Kaylee something. Oh, Kaylee. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm, uh, I remember seeing her name as well. Kaylee Bryson. Okay. Yeah, Kaylee Bryson. She'll probably be up and coming soon now since she put her name on the on the board there. Right. 
Okay. I tried watching it myself. I couldn't find anything. I wasn't going to go buy a special subscription just to watch it. So I just essentially just... Exactly. Essentially. <laughs> that, that was my attitude. If it had been on ESPN yeah. U or for something, some, I'd for be, probably... For being this, the Super Bowl of, you know, of these cars, I don't know why it's not being televised. All right. With the big names that are in it. Definitely some big names playing in it. Yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> what, uh, like you said, uh, Chase and all them guys. I mean, Ryan Newman. Was Casey Kane in it? He did, but I don't think he made it. Yes, okay. he was in it, yes. Casey Kane's going, we, we talked last week, he, he's going full-time in the those midget things, the, the dirt. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Other than that, that was the one main thing I wanted to get out of the way. If somebody else has the next topic. Uh, go ahead, Frank. Okay, I, I'm going to go with, we talked about Ryan Priest last week. Ha-ha. <laughs> Eric Amarillo announced his retirement. Correct. This kind of okay. makes, yep. it kind of goes in line of why Ryan Priest is there. Right. Ryan Priest is going to get more seat time this week because he's also running a few races for Work Rare Racing. So yeah, he he's, isn't he trying to qualify with Rick, Rick Ware at the Daytona? I believe so. I believe that is correct. And um, he is going to race uh, along with his already slated at twelve races. He was going to run. He's going to run. I didn't see how many numbers. I didn't read the article, but he's going to run several races in the Cup Series for Rick Ware racing this season um, to prepare him and get him used to seat time in his new car. Yeah, I, I seen I did, that as well. I did see a comment on the Facebook article where some ran, someone randomly made a comment. They opened a open a seat for Haley Deegan. Negative. She's not ready for a cup yet. She's got a few more years. Oh no, I don't think this, so. this actually this actually opens a seat for Ryan Priest and gives him another shot at the Cup Series in a decent ride. I've heard three yeah. names for that ride. Ryan Priest seems more logical since they're kind of grooming him for it. But I've also heard Riley Herfs, which is a sludge or a sledgehammer. I, uh, uh, Stuart Haas Racing, kind of like Chase Briscoe, coming up guy from Xfinity. And then I've heard Matty D, but that one's just like a more Hail Mary thing, too. But Ryan Priest. Matty D in that ride. Th- those are the three names that I, when I started researching all this, of who's going to be in Eric's, uh, Matty ride. D is a good, I like that. He's, he's going to go a full year in the trucks this year. Yep. And yeah. that, that might be part of the plan. But also, 2023, Kevin Harvick, his contract's up. So is he going to retire, going to extend it? That's another spot that could open up, too. Right. I think Kevin Harvick's got a ride with Tony Stewart for as long as he was. Oh, I agree. It's kind of like a Jeff Gordon, Rick Hendrick relationship. But he's publicly. That's the way. He's come out and said that he ain't going to race for much longer because Delana, Delaney or whatever, is going to make him stop soon enough. Um. But he wants to concentrate I, on his son, I, too. I think, <clears throat> my opinion, the first time Kevin Harvick gets a championship, that's when his going to be re- going to be his retirement announcement. I think he's trying to to stay in it long enough to get that job done. Um, I don't think he wants, and, and this is not a slam at either one of these guys, but I don't think he wants to be Mark Martin. He has a championship. With no champ. Mark? 
No, Kevin Harvick. Kevin. Did he? Yeah. When? He won it in the Bud Car. 29 Bud Car. Was it? No, it was the it was the four. He won. Back after Stewart, he's won. Did he win one with Stewart? Yeah. Okay. I that slipped my mind. Then I then I take that back. Maybe he will retire because I I was under the impression that he had not had a championship yet. Yeah, he's um, won. Um, Kevin Harvick, uh, number four Ford. I'm looking it up. Eight years ago. Um, all right. You're right. All right. Then I, then I stand really stupid and corrected on that <laughs> one. Cause I, for some reason I just, that I don't recall that. Um, but good for him. Yeah. He, I think he's, he's won. He won. I know 2021, 2021 NASCAR champion. Not 21. That was last year. We're saying, okay, that's what I read that last race. All right. Get serious Shit. here. Yeah, really. Where am I going? It's going. Tony Stewart won in 2011, then it was Brad Keselowski, then Jimmy Johnson. Kevin Harvick won in 2014 in the number four Chevy. Harvick, that now what I'm looking at is he won the the Cup Series in 2014. He won the uh, 2001 and 06 Xfinity Series, and he was the 07 Daytona 500 champ. So his his win, his championship was in 2014. Correct. And that would definitely have been with uh, Tony Stewart. Yeah, that was number four, Tony. Stewart. Or that was yeah, Jimmy, was a- Brad, Tony, and then it was nothing but Jimmy and Jimmy before. Yeah. All right. 24. Okay. He's well, one one. Yeah. yeah. He's got his, you know, his son Keelan, or is it is it Keelan? Yeah. yeah. Keelan. Yeah, they're getting him going too. So maybe that's gonna be his new um mission in life. And and, and God bless him. I like I said, I've always been a I don't want to say a closet Harvick fan, but I've. He does bring that a. That boy came into NASCAR Cup Series the hard way. I mean, it, it's it's tough to, to get in a car like the three car, which is what the 29 car at Childress was. Mm-hmm. Um, after what happened to, you know, one of the all time greats and most popular and. and you know the man's man, Dale Earnhardt. That that was hard, and I and I'll never forget that. Um, and then he won. Came what? Darlington was Gordon the battle. Was it Darlington? No, it was our. It was Atlanta. The uh, next week at Atlanta, yeah, and that, he which won was, and which racing was, Gordon to the line, which was crazy. It. Yeah. Yep. Um, but like I said, he came in and he was he was he was great. He, there's, I mean, that was one of those situations where. He was he, he could have done a lot of things wrong, yeah. and I think he did everything correctly. If you want to watch a really cool backstory on that, he was he was recently on the Jail Junior podcast, 
And what I like about Junior, he likes to dig about information he doesn't know or really know. And he digs into the situation of when Earnhardt died, when he went to the office, when who he talked to, Richard Childress. It's actually really interesting about the situation that led up to him getting to 29. So that's a, like anybody. What did he do it with Earnhardt's blessing or something? With Junior's blessing? What do you mean? Well, you said that Junior went to Childress. Or no, 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 no. On Junior's podcast, what I like about his podcast, he does he he goes about information that's not really known. So he asks, okay. he's asking Harvick about the situation which led up to him getting into the twenty nine, replacing his dad after he died, and what okay. Harvick talks about is very, I obviously known now, but it wasn't known, and it was pretty cool him talking about it. I have, to, I have to find the clips or something in video and send it to you guys because it's it's pretty interesting because he 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 went in there and it was like a ghost town and he was like the you know Richard Childress hasn't slept for days obviously because his you know his number one driver died and his best pretty, friend yeah hunting buddy yeah so it, it's it's he it's pretty it's pretty interesting from Kevin Harvick's point of view explaining it how he got in the twenty nine where he wasn't he's you know I wasn't ready but you know it's it's it, either this is my shot or I don't have a shot essentially is how he right. took it. So it's pretty cool listening to him explain it. Oh, that's cool. All right. Um, I want to get this one out of the way real quick because um, I'm pretty pretty excited about this. Um, and it goes back to what we were talking about earlier with uh, Ware Racing. Uh, David Reagan is going to run the Daytona 500 with Rick Ware. And yes. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, I think David Reagan is a pretty good racer overall. Um, some people would probably make the argument that he's another Michael Waltrip as far as only performs on uh, super, super tracks. Super. Yeah. But I think that's that's great, and they're also talking about him running more races with uh, with Rick Ware as well. So... We talked about David Reagan last weekend. Yeah, but I don't think it was announced that he was actually going to It wasn't. Make, yeah. we, we mentioned his win for, uh, for um, Front yep. Row Motorsports. Uh, with Gilliland pushing with him. Gilliland, right. So yep. this is this, kind of neat how that kind of played out. But I like seeing, I'm glad to see him in a, back in a rod. Yeah, me too. And it looks like I got a feeling that this is probably going to be determinative on uh, his performance in the 500, that he's got an opportunity for, I don't want to say a full-time ride, but definitely more races down the road. And, you know, it's one of those situations he wins. Um, He may have, I'll never forget Trevor Bain. Uh, He was doing a one-off with the Wood Brothers in the 21 and and won the daytona 500 and that landed him a full ride for the whole i think that's when the wood brothers basically came out of semi-retirement is after they won that daytona 500 and they put trevor bain in that car and said all right boy you know let's go the rest of the year you yeah, can't just go a part-time weren't they running a part-time season for a few years before that yeah they were they were and trevor bain signed a one race contract if i remember correctly with the Wood Brothers to run the Daytona 500. And then he ended up winning it with Gordon pushing him across the the line, uh, which was ironic, you know, Ford and GM. Or yeah, Chevy, that, but, it, well, back then it wasn't very much of 
like it is nowadays with, you know, Fords versus Chevys versus Toyotas. Back then, it was whoever got, especially at the very end, they don't care. Do, do what you need to do yeah. to win. One of, the, one of the reasons I think Gordon pushed him at the end and didn't try to go around him on the last lap was the fact that it was a Wood Brothers car. And it, be, it, it was, he, him being a racing fan, uh, thought it would be neat to have the Wood Brothers back in victory lane and that they turned 500. Well, and I, I give Trevor Bain the shot, and I think it is right. also a, a nothing but total respect for the organization. Right. Okay. Um, I want to bring up one more little quick hit, and then I've got some other stuff, but I'll let you guys go. And I'm sorry, just to me, this is funny. Because <clears throat> I, I have a lot of issues with 2311 racing and the whole reason they're on the map and the money, where they're getting their money. And, and I don't want to get into anything other than, do you guys know that they're still looking for a charter for Kurt Busch, who is a former champion? They don't have a charter for that car, but they got one for Bubba. Well, Bubba's had his, but uh, right. I heard that I heard. I don't know when I heard this. It was a while back. Is the charter they were trying to get for Kurt? It fell through. I don't. Think I think it was to come from Rick Ware. If I'm yeah, not mistaken. I don't know exactly what happened. Yeah, it, it, they were going to acquire somebody, and I don't know if whoever it was pulled out. So they need to figure something out because or Kurt Busch ain't riding. Well, no, it's he Kurt Busch better qualified yeah. race yeah. because he's not got the automatic in. Yeah. yeah. But, I, I mean, I find it funny because of the sordid history of Kurt Busch. I find it funny because, like I said, I, I'm not going to get political on this, but the circumstances are what they are um, for that whole organization. So I just thought it was interesting that you would think a former champion um, would. But, you know, it's funny. Ever since Kurt got pulled over for that DUI in Arizona years and years ago and got all belligerent with the cop, he's, he's been able to come back and ride, but he's not had anything solid or steady or long-term. His hard-headedness is also a big part of that. I agree. I'll say this as well. If I'm an owner, if I'm going to put my faith in either Bubba or Kurt to actually qualify into a race, I'm going to put it in Kurt. Bubba's got yeah. Bubba's got to ride no matter what because of the whole well, see, Black Lives Matter. And, right. right. And, but what I'm saying is Bubba's guaranteed a spot in the race because of the charter. Oh, yeah. And i got to choose a which drive I want to put my faith in qualifying for the race. I would do it with Kurt, not Bubba. And see, this is why I like old school NASCAR. If you're a former champ and you, any race you show up for, you're automatically in. Right. That doesn't work anymore. So. All right, where do we want to go? We, we covered Eric and Lorilla retiring. So um, what do you guys got? I've actually got two and not real big deals. I just think it's kind of hilarious. The, the kind of people that NASCAR, NASCAR attracts. I just read earlier another update on this one. Frankie Munez is looking to start a NASCAR team. He just took a drive yesterday in ARCA. Correct. I was going to bring that up. It's Munez. Yeah, it's Munez Racing is what he's calling it. Right. He's looking for, he's on Twitter asking for sponsors. at the. Right. Okay. Uh, Another person which I found interesting that I saw looking to get into NASCAR is Renee Gracie. Porn star, yep. 
Correct. But she's also Australia's first female super supercar driver. So she races in supercars, Australia's first female supercar driver, and now she's looking to get into NASCAR. Yeah, I, so she I, has. I think it's weird, but she does have racing experience. Yeah, I heard about that. All right, last I week. just pulled her up, and all it shows me is naughty pictures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I heard about it last week. I don't know much about it. I heard that like that was the last week conversation, but we ran over twenty. Not really ran over, but we went over. Okay, I didn't. I didn't know. I just I saw it this yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah, I I really was. I'm really more interested with Frankie Muniz because he has right. money in knowledge. I guess right. the other one, I don't know. I think she's just trying to get in to get in it. I don't. I don't know. Um, right. but yes, I did hear about that last week, but I didn't bring it up. I still have it on my right. notes. Frankie, I, Frank, I, I thought the uh, Frankie Muniz. I remember watching the TV shows he was in. So, uh, yep. Um, but he went. I don't know if he's driving or he's gonna try to tr- like have a driver but he took a drive in an arc car yesterday is he from malcolm in the middle yes yes he's the malcolm in the middle actually malcolm oh. from the show mm-hmm. all right son just sit down and get somebody that knows what they're doing yeah that's what I'm i don't know if he wants to do it i don't know but i know he took a drive in an there arc car there is a picture of him in a fire suit yep. i'm wondering if he didn't race in that toyota superstar series on the west coast where their actors race um I'm seeing stuff come up about a head injury and memory loss. Yeah, he he about? he does. He actually did an interview, which is kind of crazy. Cause I don't, I didn't research any of this. It all came up recently. He doesn't remember anything about the show. He oh. he all he does not remember anything. I don't know exactly what happened for the head injury or what, but when people talk about the show, he has no clue. He can go back and watch it. That's it. He doesn't know anything. He doesn't remember anything. All right. I just pulled up something that says that he's a, an actor, a race car driver, and a musician, and his team Muniz is Racing. Jensen Motorsports, Pacific Coast Motorsports, and Team Stargate Worlds. Okay. Okay. I, I, guys, I'm learning with you. I don't know. Yeah, I... It's- I I, I kind of did a little research today because I saw the Munez his hid going into the Arca thing. Um, all I know is he was on Twitter asking if anybody's looking to sponsor drivers. You know, hit. Okay. Um, now I don't know what series this. All right, Toyota Pro Celebrity Race. Yeah, that's that one I I was trying to think of. Okay, in 2011 he was second. In 2005, he was third. He's entered 53 races, had four podium appearances, zero poles, zero fastest laps, and has never won a race. You know what? I'm okay yeah, with like him. I said, he If he wants to start it, go ahead and go ARCA. But other than that, you need to hire somebody. But he got his head banged. I agree. I don't know when it happened, but like I said, NASCAR tweeted about it. Um, and then literally he tweeted, he quoted the tweet and says, let's go racing boys. If you know anyone looking for a sponsor or looking to sponsor a driver, send them my way so I can fulfill this dream. Well, I seriously hope he just wants to finance the situation and, and, uh, put a, a, a driver in there. Um, cause even in, I mean, let's face it. If you're doing this celebrity, whatever it is. 
tracking and out you, of that race is very competitive. Is it? Yes, it is. I've watched it one year, and it's a it's a it's like a street course type thing, a road course type thing. The only way you're going to get me my attention on that is if Paul Newman's in it. Actually, he was in it one year. Was he? Yeah. Okay. Well, that was interesting. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's something I heard. Remember. Yeah, that's something that's something I had um, last week. But that's new. That that the actor that played Screech raced in it, um, and several other actors come uh, I have raced in it as well. Huh. Okay. I just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't remember anything. Give me a wheel. <laughs> yeah. You know? Need to sit down with Earnhardt and uh, talk it out. Yeah. Um. Uh, a little driver news: Spire Motorsports announced that Josh Billicky will be driving the number seventy-seven for the twenty twenty-two season. Yep. I, with Ziggler Auto, I think is a sponsorship. I think that's what yep. I have down. So that's the teammate of Corey LaJoy and the number seven. So yeah. at least he's got a teammate on the track now. I think that's a Chevy. I think he's Chevy's there. It is. It's a number yeah. seven, and 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 I I this caught my attention too, Brian. It's the number seventy seven uh, Chevy for Spire Motorsports. Um, he drove for uh, Rick Ware last year, but I, I recalled the name. Um, I couldn't put a face on it, so I looked it up, and. Believe it or not, the boys got 71 starts over the last five years in the NASCAR Cup Series. I, I, that surprised me because, again, I had, all right, I've seen that name, but I couldn't remember where, whether it was a, a truck or Xfinity or ARCA or, or something. I was, yeah. I guess the stat that surprised me was that he started 71 times in the Cup Series. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I didn't. They drive to get these third tier teams, and and we'll mm. we'll, we'll, we'll pass over their names because we're looking at our our favorite driver or the superstars. Yeah, yeah. Usually, you don't hear about those names unless it's on a super speedway where they're you know up in the pack. Right. Which which <laughs> is kind of a good segue to they had Daytona speed test this week, and I have a little note here. Guess who are the two fastest drivers? Harrison Burton. And right, Austin Cindric. Yep. No, Cindric. Yep. Okay. Austin Cindric. Both fucking rookies. And you know what right. they were doing? They were tandem. They learned how to do the tandem with those cars. Well, you oh, know, wow. I've, I've got it pulled up right here because uh, I knew we were going to touch on this. I was shocked at the speed differences between day one and day two. Huge. It's like, what, 10 oh, miles an ten, hour? 11, 12 yeah. miles an hour. Yep. Now, look, check this out. Harrison Burton ran... And and was fastest on day one at one eighty four point two. Correct. Um, on day two, he, he one eighty four would have been thirteenth spot. Yep. Then you had Harrison come back in the second practice on day two and run one ninety five. And that tells you that car is fast because it was on both days. It wasn't just something that they changed and made. It was both days he was number one. I thought, hey. They were turning some pretty good speeds. There was no 200s. But, you know, those speeds from the first practice on day one tells me. And they were they both. Were a little, and they were both. They were a little, little scared, a little shy. Well, they said, 
you know, this is a new car, so they're trying to push it. And there's another subject about this I'm going to bring up. Um, it's white knuckle racing. They said it's it's not just ride and drive anymore. They're they're on edge with this car right now because they're not comfortable with it and the way how they're on edge. So, and they're um, they're doing pack racing both days, but those two figured out how to do the tandem. And it wasn't like they were leaving the pack, but they were doing tandem, and they were and that's how they got the two fastest. But I thought it was great for both rookies and Harrison Burton in that twenty one. Oh, I agree. And like I said, the top speeds on, on the first practice of day one were around 184 plus. Second practice, they pushed it up to 190, 187. Day number two, they come out of, I mean, 195, 195. It was, in, it was incredible how they increased it on day two. But again, they had times to, you know, have meetings of the minds and like Brian said, I I think they figured out a little bit of the tandem racing end of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I wonder that rear view camera, if that yeah. doesn't help with that tandem oh. racing. Oh, I bet you it does because that allows a front driver to be able to drag a little bit just to get a little bit closer because the guy in, you know who's pushing can't see all the way, but the guy in front can literally see where his bumper is. So he's dragging. Right. Well, and... And and you you are one hundred percent correct in that tandem racing before the driver was the second place car. Yeah. Now the front place car can see yep. what the back car is doing and kind of help adjust yep. to to help him out too, and also to keep that guy off of his left rear. Yep, when right. you see that tandem racing, every time a whole cluster happens. It's when that second car gets on the left side of that that lead car. So I think this is a, a win-win for everybody because again, the the guy that's second, you know, doing the pushing, I don't think there's much advantage there for him. But the guy leading is the guy that now can actually play an active role in setting this up versus hoping like hell that the guy behind him does the right thing. He can actually help position excuse me yeah yeah, i was just i was just really shocked at the at the speeds between the second day and the first day well the first day i think they got testing the second day they got that that testing data or data and implemented changes to the cars and i saw videos uh i think on tiktok or twitter whichever they they learned how to get the car to crab walk again with the with the way how the car is so I don't know if the NASCAR is going to change that, but they got the car going sideways down, down the straightaway, getting ready for the corners. So I don't know if they're going to change that. Well, they got 21 or 22 days to figure it out. So which hold on, which brings me to the next subject. <laughs> hold on, NASCAR teams are saying they don't have enough cars. They are. Oh, they in, don't have enough parts. They don't have. Yes. Yeah, there's shortage of yes. the next gen car. And NASCAR promised each team to have five of them before the start of the season. And this is, is another reason why testing isn't going nearly as well because they're afraid they'll damage their cars because they do. They're short one for the season. So that is a huge well, concern. I saw where they're, they're thinking about making the Daytona 500 the or not car. making the Daytona 500 winner put the car in the museum for a year because they're afraid they may need the parts. Yep. Right. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they're they're it's all supply right now. So I don't know what they're gonna do for the next three weeks, four weeks, five weeks. 
Now Better they got starts. well, they got the Coliseum now, which you know they're gonna bang the shit out of those cars. Yeah, they are. Better take something that you can throw away. Yeah. So I don't know what um, they're gonna do. It, it, you know what happens if there's a big wreck and I don't know. They're they they got some supply issues to get going, and I, and that's on NASCAR for you know they're the ones wants to supply the you know the stuff. Right. Instead of letting the teams do their thing like they've been, build their own frames, build their own cars, you know and you know, NASCAR wants to make make this happen. They got to step up and make it happen. Yeah, you know they do. They need to figure it out. I got one more thing on the uh, Daytona 500. Interesting things that I've seen, and then uh, I'll I'll get off that because I do have one more subject, but I want to let you guys talk. I was really pleased to see uh, Mr. Jacques Villeneuve is going to attempt the 500. With a brand new team, his number will be number 27. The team is Team Hezeberg. It's a brand new. They have no charter. He's got to qualify his way in. It's going to be a Ford. And depending on his performance in the Daytona, another one, they may attempt more races down the road. And I just thought that was cool to see uh, him. Right. And to me... I'm going to tell you straight up. I think it was a fair trade. Him for Jimmy Johnson. You guys can have Jimmy. We'll take Jacques. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm done being a smart ass. <laughs> this really isn't. Uh, uh, but uh, as far as the racing season. But I ran across the interesting fact that Jeff Gordon still owns half of the 24 car. He does. Yeah. And then uh, he's also listed as the second richest, currently the second wealthiest driver in, in racing. Is that all from racing or is broadcasting too? Or It says racing. I don't know. But it could be a, it could be a total asset from racing, from broadcasting, from being part owner of the car. You know, well, I can oh. also tell you as a North Carolina resident, Jeff Gordon has a car dealership in about six different towns around here. Yeah, he has. He, yeah. He's making money outside. Raleigh, Wilmington, yeah. uh, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. He, he's used to be, when we first moved down here years ago, you know, you'd see Hendrick uh, Chevrolet. And they're still there, but Jeff Gordon's got his own dealerships going up all over the place. Mm-hmm. And he's not just Chevrolet. It he he's selling Hondas and Toyotas and anything. I mean, I see cars going down the road, brand spanking new in my town with Jeff Gordon Honda on them or Jeff Gordon Chevrolet or Jeff, yeah. you know, the only, I will say, I will say the only one I haven't seen yet is Jeff Gordon Ford. I have not seen that one yet. It's probably, it's probably in the works. Look at yeah. this. Look, <laughs> yeah. look at the dealership Pisky has, you know, um, so that Pisky on one of the largest Toyota dealerships in the world. I have not. I think you're right on that. Huh? But. I think it's in the country. Large, one of the largest Toyota dealerships in the country. I think it's owned by Penske. Yeah, I I, I couldn't tell you on that one. I just found I it interesting. Up, I read that a couple years back. I'm not sure. Well, still I, I said you mentioned, and I, I'd love to see that stat, whether it is overall net worth or just. I, I mean, I I gotta believe that it's probably that stat of his overall, because I can believe that as far as an actual race car driver. Net worth, 
yeah, he's going to be up there in the top tier. And by top tier, I could, you know, 15, 20, whatever. But as far as the second wealthiest so-called NASCAR driver, that's got to include the money he's made from Fox over the last couple of years, the his dealerships, um, branding of his name. Yeah. You oh, know, not to mention he's, you know, what, vice president now of Hendricks? Oh yeah. So yeah. So he, he he's he's gonna be there he's gonna take over Hendricks here in a couple of years, so Oh, he's gonna own Hendricks Motorsports yeah. because um there's nobody else. I mean no. there was one other guy and he's not with us anymore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so, definitely gonna be Gordon taking over. I see Jimmy Johnson coming back when he's done doing his stuff and going to be involved in all that. Just like Jad Knauss is the, what the leader of, you know, race yeah. race competitions or whatever. Yeah, he's he's moved into the office now and doing some things. Yeah. So mm-hmm. They always say the biggest cheaters move up because <laughs> <laughs> they know. <laughs> yeah. And I don't care what I mean I'm not taking any thing away from Jimmy Johnson and Chad Canals because they were good on their own merit, but man, did they stretch the boundaries. Oh, look what Gordon and uh, Ray Evernham did. Same thing. They know what he, oh, he yeah. knew. He knew what he was doing. Yeah, well, it ain't cheating if you don't get caught, right? Nope, he's just uh, bending the rules. Well, well, they, well, Kevin Harvick and his crew chief did it last couple of years ago with the rear fender. They'd bend it out to give it more downforce. No one really knew about it. Yeah. And then NASCAR caught on that they were doing it purposely, so they said you can't touch it unless it happens in the race. Well, and I'll never forget. I think it was either at Texas or Talladega. Canals had done something with Jimmy Johnson's car, and he won that race pretty handily. And he got caught on a hot mic. He thought it was on a private channel telling Jimmy when he was doing his burnout circles, make sure you crack the wall. <laughs> I remember that one. <laughs> so, hey there. But, you know, I've said on a couple of podcasts ago, I, I appreciate the three-mile fuel line and wrecking your grandma to win. And, um, hey, it... You know, this sport came from a bunch of moonshiners that were evading the law. So now right. NASCAR is the law. <laughs> and right. they got to they do what they can. Yep. Okay. You got something else? I got one more quick thing. Um, Jeffrey Earnhardt is... Yeah, Poking his nose out of the dirt again. Um, yeah. Sam Hunt Racing, Xfinity full-time in a Toyota. I think it's good. I like it. Um, I hope he does something with this opportunity. Yeah. Uh, and I appreciate that he's going to do it in the Xfinity and not gum up the works in the Cup Series. Because the last time or two that he tried to do something, it was in the Cup Series with way more money than what I consider available talent. Uh, but I like I it. I I don't think he's ever been in quality enough equipment to make a difference. Um, 
I'm not sure. I, I don't know much about his driving talents, but uh, I, I, I've never seen him in a ride that was up there in top tier. So, you know. Well, I'd have to actually. Uh, let me keep talking. I want to see something here. I guess I can bring up the next topic. It's nothing really big, but it's going back both podcasts. But uh, Brandon Brown sponsorship is actually a eight deal figure for the next two years. I don't know if that was brought up or not. It's a mixture of cash and the crypto, so it's not going to be a hundred percent. So it's going to be both of those. Um, I guess that's a little bit update on that, but it wasn't anything serious. Um, and Sonoma Raceway came out this past week and saying because they took out the shoot. Uh, in 2018, and now they're bringing back the shoot, and they're... I saw that. That's going to be nice. They're bringing it back, because it was in there for 20 years, so they're bringing it back, which is, you know, that that right there is not a, you know, even, but it helps play out the field who can, you know, who can do it better. So they're, they're bringing it back, so I think that was a little new, up, you know, it's, it is news, so it's something to just touch on. Something else I saw, uh, I know he's not everybody's favorite driver, was Bubba Wallace missing a lot of the testing due to a shoulder surgery. And they're questioning whether or not he'll, he'll, how much time he's getting in the car before the race. My question is, did he hurt his shoulder? When, why did he need it? Did he hurt Did he hurt it in the offseason? Or couldn't he? I don't remember, or could I don't remember he, seeing that. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Couldn't he, why did he wait so long to get to surgery? Couldn't he got it right at the end of the last season and he'd be good now? So why did he wait? Did they just find something? Did he, was he, you know, because a lot of people that, you know, look at, you know, Kyle Larson and all them, they're racing. So my, did he get, did it get hurt doing that? But I didn't hear anything. So why did he wait? Yeah, I was, I, I, I didn't see why the surgery was needed or whatever. I just saw that they're questioning his time in the car, in the new car, because he's missing practice time because of the surgery. I hadn't heard that. They're not missing much. <laughs> They're going to take Kurt Bush's data anyways. Right. That's all there. Well, again, I promised I'm not going <laughs> to. Uh, I think that is all I had for mine. Yeah, it was a chili bowl. Yeah, so that's pretty much everything yeah. I had. Um. Because it wasn't really much this week because it was all Chili Bowl stuff, but there's some minor things that came out. There really wasn't anything crazy news-wise. There wasn't a whole lot. No. Yeah, I I like the timing of the fact that Ryan Priest announced his contract last week and Eric Loma announced his retirement this week. Yeah, when that came out, I'm like, shit, that makes sense. Like, I can, you know, they're going to get him groomed to go into that. They're going to, he's going to be, you get associated with everybody in this, uh, Stuart Haas. He's going to get seat time in those cars. He's going to help test those cars. And I'm like, man, he can get right in it next year. So, well, you remember we were last week, we were questioning, yeah, yeah, what what is this? Yeah. You know, and well, now it It makes a lot more sense. Correct. Now they're getting a driver a year ahead of time. So they know, they knew about this. And, Eric, you know, it's pretty much his contract's probably up, and instead of him losing a ride, he says, yeah, you screw it, I'm retiring. I'm not so sure that he would lose a ride. I I mean, he's got the sponsor, what is it, Smithfield? Yeah. Um, that have, they, they followed him into Stuart Haas. And I think and I they, read they're leaving with him. 
Yeah. Are they? I think so. Okay. Where did it? He wasn't with Wood Brothers. Where was he at? Petty. Was ah, you're correct. It was with Petty. Yep. He was with Petty, and then Bubba came in. Oh, speaking of Petty, I didn't write it down, but you just jogged my money or memory. Uh, the Air Force is coming back and sponsoring Richard Petty's cars this year. Cars? Both? Isn't there two? Yeah, that's what I'm asking. Is it, yeah. is it both of them? They they said from, and again, I, I'd have to look it up real quick, but we're trying to wind this down. But yeah, the U.S. Air Force is supposedly coming back and, and going to be in partnership with Richard, whatever Richard Petty Motorsports is these days. Um, I know we discussed that, and I can't bring it up off the top I think of my head. I think it's Petty GMS now. Yeah. I think. It- uh, yeah, Air Force sends its partnership with Richard Petty. It just it just says the number forty three, not forty two. Forty three car. Um, Eric. Okay. Yeah, they they've extended. I'm trying to figure out how many races. If I were, I don't remember last year seeing them on. I don't the either. Car at all. Like that's why I was wondering I what races. You know, is it the Daytona? Is it a Bristol? You know, is it a special? I ain't watched enough races to be able to tell you one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. It's extended the number forty-three. Okay. Alec, Eric Jones, uh, and then Alladega Super Speedway, April twenty fifth, and Bristol Motor Speedway, September eighteenth. Two races. Hmm. I thought it would be more than that, but hey, at least they're going to be out there. So, Alladega and Bristol. That's what I was trying to figure. 13 consecutive series season Air Force being a sponsor. Only two races. Well, yeah. they need to step, step so, it up. So that's a good bit. news. You know, at least, you know, it's sponsorship. It is. I think now that Eric has maybe this new car and he's got a teammate now, maybe he'll perform a little bit better because last year was kind of lackluster. Finished very no. There's another well, sponsorship I saw earlier, but I don't know who. Let me see something here real quick. Because uh, it's bugging me, I can't p- pull it out of my head. Um, also, there's a little bit of Newman news. He says he's going to be racing, but he's going to be doing it for fun, and he's not retired. He's just... Essentially, just riding around till maybe opportunity comes, but he's obviously like the dirt track stuff. I think I said right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I read an article today, and I wish I could pull it up, but he seemed a little irritated because he he. It sounded to me like he wanted to do a you know a farewell tour, or Ryan's yeah. last ride, or and he wasn't afforded that opportunity. Kind of to me like. Roush blindsided him what? with this. I, I kind of 
took that differently. Um, he said there wasn't a, there wasn't a final ride or retirement tour because he wasn't retiring. Yeah, he says he's not retiring. He just doesn't have a ride, or no one's yeah. giving uh, him so a ride. One of the things, the way I took it was there wasn't one because he's not retiring. Okay. So what? I just kind of got the. I don't know. I I could be totally wrong, but I kind of think he was a little irritated that. Maybe maybe you're correct that he he wasn't retiring and thought he had no issues getting picked up by somebody else. I'm surprised no one's picked him up. I really don't. I don't know why somebody's not giving him a you know try for Daytona and then go from there like a one and done and then we'll see. I I don't know why. No, I would think one of the third tier teams would get, would, would take that as an opportunity to put him in yeah. the Daytona 500. Yeah. You know. Even if, even if it's like a second car, a one-time thing, like you said, just go in there and do, see what you can do on my equipment. Tell me what, you know. I'm, yeah. I'm surprised no one's, he's probably had somebody reach. I don't, I don't know why he's not taking anything right now. I, I, I couldn't tell you. I just, I, I was surprised as anybody that he doesn't have plans in the cup series for this year, but. With the There's, man's money, he could almost probably fund his own one-time Daytona ride just to get out there. Yeah, but he needs to get yeah. the car and the parts. He didn't, you know, it's right. short-handed right now or short in supply. Right. Yeah. He needs to find somebody who already has the car already ready to go. I'm sure he could. I guess maybe there's some other thing is they announced there's a concert going to be happening at the Bush Clash. Oh yeah, what Ice Cube? Ice Cube, yeah, Ice Cube's yeah. performing. That's so 1980s. I mean, come on, man. They're trying to appeal to all that. To who? People my age? <laughs> I mean, come on. Demographic, I should say, is how I should. <laughs> Different demographic. Yeah. Have the military bands do it and the flyover, and you're going to get more fans than if you put Katy Perry and Ice Cube up there. I'm yeah. telling you. It's going to be kind of like a Super Bowl halftime. NASCAR announced today that Ice Cube will perform during the race break at the Bush Clash at the Coliseum on February 6th. Performance will be shown on Fox. Okay. Well, I still. Per our conversation last week, I still don't get this Coliseum crap. I just, they're not I just get, don't. You're not gonna, they're not going to get up to speed. It's going to be nothing but banging and beating on cars. They don't have parts to replace. You're going to see people not even try to race because they need the cars. They need you're the parts. Have, I'm sure they're not going to take that car and try and run it in the Daytona, but you still got the logistics of getting the personnel you're you're dragging them away from the track that they need to be concentrating on across the, the country yeah it's not even near you it. know so so you're losing two or three well not in airplanes but i mean come on you know you're changing the focus from from a super speedway to a one-off short track type thing to back to super speedway and before the Bud shootout was at Daytona, so they're actually it was actually up for the cars that were in it. It gave them a test session and race and 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 racing environment, not just practice. Exactly. And I know people 
that, you know, they go down to Daytona for two weeks and camp on the infield for all of this. Yes. The qualifying, the, you know, all this, uh, everything that goes on in speed weeks. And now you're, you're putting it on the other side of the world. What, what, what are you thinking? Like you're going to drag fans out of California? Seriously? I don't know. They, you know, you, now yeah, maybe they, if you went out there and did a race with Priuses, you might get something, but. Yeah, I don't know what. <laughs> I don't. They have better yeah, tracks to appeal to than that. Yeah. Put all that money to that. Why didn't you put that into one of these other racetracks they're trying to rejuvenate? Right. Yes. The millions of dollars or millions or whatever, put that in North Wilkesboro. Right there. I'm Boom. Afraid. I'm gonna bring up one more to- topic, for, uh, then I'm done. Um, I read an article about the dirt track, uh, Bristol dirt. I mean, uh, yeah, the Bristol dirt race again, possibly happening. Oh, it's happening. They already. Yeah. My comment is this. Okay, the first one was a was a, was a shit show. It was a disaster because okay. the rain. All right. If you're going to race these drivers on a dirt track, let them race a dirt car. I agree. Not I agree. The, don't take not the same car that race on super speedways and mile and a half and our and our and our asphalt and concrete short track. Let them bring a car that's a dirt car to these tracks. Then we'll see some racing. Then it'll be worthwhile watching. I agree with you, but I would take it one step farther. And what is NASCAR doing on a damn dirt track? They started on dirt. Why not? With stock cars. I mean, I get it. I here, Mike. My problem is you're taking an iconic track like Bristol, which already has great racing on its yeah. concrete or asphalt, whatever they have on it now, and putting dirt on it. Why don't you go to a real dirt track like Tony Stewart has? Like they they race the trucks on and do that. Eldora. Eldora. Because yeah, yep. that would so be good. Why I'd wouldn't you? Eldora. Why? Why not? I don't understand. Why would you put all that extra money and time into that track? To do that, it's a waste of money because then you gotta you put the money into getting it done. It's not just put dirt on it; it's clay, dirt, clay, dirt, all kinds of shit. Right. Then and then just go to a track who's already made that way. They're talking about saving money for all these other people because all the next gen cars and save money and this and that. But then you're wasting money making the Coliseum and then the you know the Bristol dirt track when you could just put that money into rejuvenating an old. Old track, which you're going to bring more viewers for that. Right. Correct. Oh, I promise you, if, if you were actually, and again, you know, we had this discussion last week, North Wilkesboro, I think, will at one point in the not-too-distant future, I think it will be back. They are working hard at that one. But Rockingham, those two tracks alone, you you get those back on the NASCAR schedule, it'll be like old Bristol where you, People put the tickets in their wills, their yeah. season passes in their wills. Um, that there'll be that kind of a demand for it. Uh, it's just you know, you got your Darlington, Rockingham, North Wilkesboro, Bristol, Martinsville. That's what made this, in my opinion, this sport as popular as what it was. Was the short track, rock 'em, sock 'em, bang 'em. You know, if bring home the steering wheel as long as it gets across the finish line is all they care about type of racing. And uh, we can talk till we're blue in the face about that kind of crap. It's just, 
I'm with you guys. I, I why all this mo- extra added money and expense and and it's not just that NASCAR's putting it out to do these. It's it's the expense of of the the teams and the team owners. Um, I, I guarantee you that NASCAR doesn't put them all on a 747 and fly them out to the Coliseum and back for nothing. They could use I, that know. money for better better things than that. Yeah, I agree. If they didn't want, if they didn't want to use our door, why not? Why not? If you want to do that, why not just build a quarter mile dirt track just for this, mm-hmm. or a half mile dirt track just for this, and leave it as a dirt track? I agree. Put the money in at one time, build it. You have a dirt track for for the Cup Series, for the Xfinity Series, and there you're done. It's like Earnhardt says. Everybody asks him if you could build one more racetrack, what would you choose? He says, pick Bristol and put it anywhere. All right, pick Bristol, make it a dirt track of that type, put it anywhere. Just build a you know somebody build a Bristol dirt track instead of putting the money in there to take it in, then take it out. That's so much money and so much effort and so much time. Just right. build it. You're you're building these one-off tracks or modifying these one-off tracks for no reason. Is yeah. that to me is a waste of money? But then they're preaching, they're saving money with the next-gen car for teams and stuff. But then you're wasting it. Right. Absolutely. So I don't have any more unless you guys do. Nope. I think that was pretty much everything. We're at. 58 minutes, so we're, we actually hit an hour, which was more than I figured for little news we had or whatnot. But Well, things are going to start picking up here over the next, you know, weeks. Yeah, now, now that the um, Chili Bowl's over, all the guys are going to be back testing and more news is coming out. They Like, Ryan Blaney was at the ice hockey team, the Hurricanes, Carolina Hurricanes, and showed off his new car, the number 12 with the advanced auto parts sponsor. So like they're going to be doing a tons of more stuff like that. So. Okay. Nothing off the wall that you bring that up about cars, right? Fans are complaining about the color of the Napa car. There's too much white, not enough blue. Did you see that? I started no. on Facebook. I was like, you got, you got something. I mean, you're going to complain about something, make it something I don't know. There, no. uh, I was watching the um, Daytona speed speed test or whatever, and the one car that was hard to see was the Colleg Racing 16. You couldn't even, from I guess the live stream and the camera angle on it, you couldn't read it. It was number 16. The way that green was, you couldn't even recognize it. It was number 16. Other than that, I don't know if that's just because it's you know it was labeled Colleg. It wasn't no sponsors on it, just the 16. I, I I couldn't I couldn't read it until it got really close. That I green wish I was... could watch racing. I wish I would watch racing. Something practice. I haven't had time. It's to... there. It's on YouTube. You can go rewatch it. it. Yeah, yeah. It's on there. It's pretty I much. Might, I might do that at work tonight. Yeah, it's just it's a live stream and they you know it's nothing serious. It's just them racing or doing whatever and they have little interviews here and there. But yeah, it was it was pretty cool to watch, but it was nothing serious. But it was pretty cool. I'm looking at. Uh... The paint scheme scheme for Chase. Um, I will say there's a lot more white on there. Uh, well, he got a lot of flack last year because he said, well, they said, oh, it's a new paint scheme uh, for Napa after he won his championship, and everybody pointed out that it looked like Ron Hornaday's truck from way back when the you know early 2000s. I can see that. Yeah, and they were saying all but that crap. So what? 
Exactly. I mean, exactly. So it's, in my opinion, it's not horrible. Uh, I'm excited for paint schemes with the numbered move and the, what they can put the sponsors inside. I'm actually excited for new what new. I guess they're not even paint schemes anymore. They're wraps. Right. Correct. Um, you know what I'm noticing though on this is that. Like where the number would normally go, dead center in the door, they've got Napa, and the number nine is moved up under like the A post. Now, all the numbers are yeah. moved up. Yeah, are they? Yeah, I, yeah, that's that's the new gen car. All the numbers are moved up, and then so it leaves more room for sponsors on the side. <laughs> okay. I don't find it's such a big deal. Everyone complains about moving the numbers. You know what? If it brings more sponsorships into it and helps the drivers, I'm okay with it. I don't mind it. It's, it's going to be weird to get used to, but I, I'm okay with it. I yeah. think it's going to be cool. We'll see I how it goes. I where they put the number, to be honest with you. I, just, I guess this is the first time I've looked at anything that I noticed that they moved number forward. Yeah. It's yeah, not something that's big on my list either. Just put... Put the number on the car this race. Yep. Yeah. They put it on the roof enough nowhere else. I, I It wouldn't bother me. I don't care. Yeah, per NASCAR rules, the number had to be a certain size, certain location, and a certain box. Now they, they moved it forward, and now they're allowing more sponsorship on the sides. Before, mm. there really wasn't there. It's more above the rear wheel. Now they can move it to the center of the car, which is smart because when you're watching racing, you're seeing the sides of the car, so it gives sponsorship. Hey, you know, if your guy's leading or it's on the side or near the front, it's going to be on the side, and they're going to see it straight up. Yeah. Well, I like let's go Brandon. He doesn't need anything. He go racing all day long. Just put a number on it and let's go. He came out yesterday or today saying he wants to change the slogan of let's go Brandon to mean something else so he can put it on his car. It's never going to change. No. It's never going to change. No. Or we can go back to. You got money to run it, run it. Yeah. Or we can go go back to the FJB if they like that better. Yeah. I'm just saying they ought to be happy about that. All right. I'm done unless you guys got something. Nope. Uh, yeah, that was it. We have over an hour. That's plenty good. And I, like I said, I try to keep notes on my phone as soon as I hear something or see something. That's, I guess, something to talk about or topic wise. I'm old school. I write it down. I, well, I have it on my phone. It's just in my notes on my phone. So it's just like, it's, <laughs> well, I had it at that, but when I'm at work and I hear something or see something on Twitter or Facebook, I just swap to the notes on my phone and yeah, jot I, it I, down. I, jot I'm it down. points at work. I'm going through my phone looking for stuff to write down for the, for the show. Yep, that's, I just, like I said, I just keep notes on my phone. All right, bye. All right, I think that's it, and uh, I, I guess maybe next what we're three weeks away from the clash, so more news gonna be coming out. So, well, I'm I'm I am I am off next Sunday for sure. I'm not sure about Saturday yet. Um, these two day weekends like I got this week are, are going to happen like every probably third weekend or so now because they laid off some personnel and we're, they're shorthanded, so I'm having to work more weekends. Uh, no worries. Like I said, we'll we'll work 